Hello and welcome. You are entering the pod zone of the regular features. Pod zone. Pod zone. Pod zone portal opening. Podcast ready to accept. Podcast ears. Look down our necks for the noises. Oh god, we've just become an advert for a podcast on another network. Really sexy. Mm. This might be a sexy podcast. In fact, what are we doing tonight? Well, I wonder if anyone could enhance our sexiness with perhaps some sort of imbibable potion. Boys, have I got a surprise for you? No way. But I'll leave it as a surprise for the podcast feature <gasps> that's coming later in our lives. So Joe's going to be making the podcast sexier tonight. I have stumbled across the only copy of hit cult film Gremlin 6. And Steve, what are you doing? Well, I spoke to a man about space. You're an astronaut. He ran away from me in disgust. Then I spoke to another man about space. He embraced me, and he told me the secrets of space. And I turned it into a quiz. You have to guess which of the three space things I wrote down. Definitely wrote them down. It's going to be really confusing when that's not introduced until the end by a different member of the podcast. Yeah, okay. Steve's been to space. Yeah, I've been to space, buddies. You gotta strap in and listen to that. Amazing times. This is regular features, and now somebody is gonna do a feature. What's up, Does everyone sound good? Everyone happy? Yes, I feel great. I feel thrilled. <laughs> everyone excited to uh, put their data in the cloud? Whoa! Is that what we're doing? There it goes. I mean, yeah, it is actually. At the end of all of this. I'm looking forward to broadcasting to the internet my deepest, darkest feelings, my mood, my sexy attitude. Steve, I know you've, you've grown a beard, so is this... Is this the new Steve now? I've grown a beard as the new Steve. Wooden Tood. Rebranding Steve as the new dark, brooding, bearded man. I'm a hairy man now, and I wish to be treated as such. I can't believe this, because for a long time in the early days of the podcast, there was a split down the middle of regular features. You either um, had a beard, or you didn't have a beard. It was a 50-50 thing. It was a Venn diagram. Yeah. There were queers and beards. Yeah. And I was the beardless queer. Mm Mm-hmm. Now I'm one of two bearded queers. It means I need to step up my beard game, otherwise, like, I'm going to be ostracized, just like Joe. Well, I'm just going to stay unbearded and ambiguous Un- to the Unqueerded. <laughs> unbearded, unqueerded. That was implied. And homophobic, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> unbearded and unqueerded is, sounds like a really bad podcast. Sounds like one of the things that we advertised on Maximum Fun that I go, oh, I don't want to... Stop it. Stop it. I don't want to listen to this. Oh, yeah. Artist... What's- Supported listener funded. Listener I cannot funded. stand those efforts. Fucking shit. We're just six moms talking about what it's like to be a mom. Hi, I'm one of the endless parade of McElroys, and I've got a whole <laughs> podcast about an obscure subject that you care about because I'm a McElroy. <laughs> that was impeccable. <laughs> I like there are a lot of McElroys. Because they could destroy my career. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reason to like anybody. I love them. One day, hopefully, our podcast will grow naturally grow its own McElroy, and therefore become popular. I think it happens. I've been playing a lot of Stardew Valley on the Nintendo so Switch. I. That's the sort of thing that would happen in Stardew Valley. Yeah, if you just leave some ground untended for long enough, a McElroy will show up. you got a rare seed. <gasps> it's grown a McElroy. It's grown a McElroy. Now you can have a podcast. <laughs> You've got 
Maximilian McElroy and he'll <laughs> attract a hundred farmers. Oh, a hundred McElroys per day if properly tended to. <laughs> Your McElroy is tiles around him. <laughs> Your McElroy has grown melancholic and will no longer podcast. His oh. subscriber base has fallen dramatically in the winter. <laughs> the seasons have changed. The McElroys are dead. <laughs> it's alright, they'll come back next year. Gone all brown and grey. <laughs> I always forget to harvest the podcast before the end of summer, but that's me. I love it. I'm all about the bundles, man. I hate when you forget to get uh, your summer veg bundle in for the little pixie guys. I mean, I'm middle class enough. That's what I do in real life. Um, yeah, I want to get Stardew Valley again. I, I played it for like 20 hours on PC. Mate, Switch. On the Switch, why not? It's, oh, it's so found good. Literally, tw- I have put 20 hours into it, which is a good reason why not. But it's incredible. you got to do it. I do love it. I grew nine pumpkins the other day. What? They grew into the shape of a pumpkin. one giant pumpkin that took up nine tiles. Did you deliberately and do that? No, as it just joke. happens. And like as a random event. And then I smashed it apart with an axe and 22 pumpkins came out. <laughs> you had, that is not how pumpkins work. That's not how maths or pumpkins work. But in Stardew Valley land, I had wow. a right little pumpkin party. That's insane. Is that a Halloween event? No, it's just it, it's it can happen event. to any crop. You can get one giant crop. Any crop can grow in the shape of a pumpkin. No, just in the shape of a giant version of that crop that takes up nine tiles. Does it overwrite what's in nearby? Does it just take over? So it has to be a block, an unbroken block of nine, of whatever you're growing. Okay. So if it was so like nine three by three. cranberries, then yeah. it would grow into a one giant cranberry. cranberry bush that you have to smash down with an axe. And it's full of pumpkins. <laughs> and then pumpkins come and steal all your money. Look, I didn't do any muggers. farming. I just went and fished and I went down a cave forever. And really? I, just, like, I made lots of money just in a cave, endlessly in a cave alone. In that's a cave. what's so nice oh. about that game. I like video games. I didn't know about the cave for a long time. Until like, the end of summer. I freak out I about how much there is to do in it. Like, I've got my crops and you do all my crops and invest all my money in crops and I run around doing that shit all day. And it's like, I don't have any time to fucking catch a fish and there's a whole cave I need to go down. I get stressed I've out playing that game. I've got two chickens that starve to death on a regular basis. Well, they can't die. They just hate me. <laughs> like every time I talk, because you, you can talk to them. And if you've been nice to them, their little heart, love heart appears. Mine just like little anime cloud of anger appears above their heads They're every time I talk to them. furious and they wish to die. Yeah, just like, I cannot die and I wish I could. Like those blasted McElroys. <laughs> <laughs> they were blessed with the sweet kiss of death. A kiss I shall never enjoy. <laughs> Winter took them on the winds and yet I stay. They channel all of their wishes for death into eggs. That's the regular features review of Star Jew Valley. And that gets five out of five Regular features. Could you not pronounce "dew" so ambiguously? How do you? How else do you pronounce "star dew valley"? Mm, this is like old school log. <laughs> <laughs> now that you got that beard, you're slipping into something all this about beards. Make beard you bad. Me... Everyone, stop growing beards right now. Yeah. You heard me. Stop growing beards. <laughs> Jews. Stop it. <laughs> So my feature will be split into two. Can I have two. a beer? Yeah. I, just, I, 
I'm going to start again. I wasn't sure if I wanted one, but then I was Keep like, it in. This is great. I love when Matt asks for a beer. It's, it's slice of life. It's sort of <laughs> real. It's his catchphrase. It's fly on the wall. It's a Monday night, baby. It's his... And I'm ready to have a single beer. <laughs> it's, it's... Crack open a cold one. This sound is Matt's... I'm the only gay in the village. Oh, yeah. It's his, it's his trademark, his catchphrase. hope you didn't spatter on your pop card, though, Matt. It's my pop card, my rules. Mm. My feature will be split into two this week, sandwiched around your two features. Oh, good Lord. As ever. You didn't Because we always do the same. For my consent. You'll there. see why. Okay. I recently went to the land of the rising sun, Japan. Uh, and it was nice, number one. A good trip. Yeah, a nice number one, but what else did you do? <laughs> Shout it out and got a big old jet of water up my ass for the pleasure. And they've got a little button that makes it sound like water's happening in your stall so that no one can hear oh, the, they got, so you had a good the time solemn with splash. Electric toilets with yeah. them, clean your ass. And They're had, great. I love them. My hotel room in the last place, not only did the jet, but you could reposition the jet. Yeah, yeah. And so I was just going, do 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 like yeah, giving myself like a real right into the yeah when you get you know, it right in there it's sort of quite fanning. the tickle yeah. I did it as like a sprinkler system uh, oh I, I always saw it more as like kind of like a, an attack drone going for an accurate kill with like many yeah, civilians there's a little jet down there with a little system going, Surely they, yeah they can use infrared now to locate like the, heat the darkest mass like, let's be honest <laughs> yeah just, just nail that shit like a like a Taliban fighter. They're very good. They're very good over there. Uh, but the main thing that I did in Japan was worry that I couldn't find you Tenga eggs. And when I did find Tenga eggs, they were very expensive. And I realised that Gav had spent a great deal on allowing us to masturbate last time. Wow. So this is a sequel. Because here's the thing Do, do about, readers know what a Tenga egg is? A Tenga, tenga egg is a masturbatory aid that we all used, some more... I didn't. ...live than others. <laughs> Did you not use it? Man? I wasn't around for all the Tango Egg stuff. <gasps> and I was he really confused. One, no, 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 I didn't get one. But we talked about this, and I was so confused, because I, I was told that there... For some reason, I thought it was an egg that you put up your bum, because... Oh, so, yes, of course. So those are love eggs. Yeah, and then people kept saying some of them had lube in them, so I thought it was like a kind of... An, a, a plastic egg and such full of lube that you put up your bum, and then it, I guess it just explodes, and that's <laughs> somehow good. egg yeah. grenade. <laughs> you just sneeze it out. <laughs> <laughs> I was really confused by you guys all enthusing about them. I was like, what am, I, am I missing something here? But on a side note, one of the best WhatsApp messages I've ever received was after a podcast we did here where... Everyone extolled the virtues of having something up your ass whilst you wanked. And my best friend listened to it and messaged me and said, is this just what people do? Is this like when I was at school and everyone learned poker and then I didn't and didn't tell me the rules? (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought was lovely. Uh, It's not. I don't know what's going on. Uh, What do you mean with regards to poker or anal stimulation? Poker is quite hard. I don't know what the river is. Is do you have to pour things on the cards? What's going on with the river? But back to Japan, where there are copious rivers, some of which I visited. But between those rivers, sex shops. And I looked at one, and tenger eggs were expensive. But I thought that was a very solitary pursuit. We all lonely masturbated. So what I've brought back is a little little sequel to the tenger egg episode for us all to try. Something that will help. A tenga chicken. Like, <laughs> the golden sex goose. If you give a man a tenga egg. <laughs> uh, 
And so what I thought is tonight when you go home and you walk through to your bedroom, you'll both have something proud to display to your loved ones. Ooh, and that makes a change. Courtesy of this handsome sex drink that I've bought <laughs> oh, wow. from God. a Japanese convenience store. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, photograph Matt, if you'd on like the to front. describe it so it it has um an asian man uh wearing a it's japanese i go on a limb and say that <laughs> <laughs> all right a japanese man wearing a diamond diamantic crucifix giving the two thumbs up i believe and he kind of looks like a very tired cross between ken barlow from coronation street and maybe cliff richards He's but got also a Japanese. vibe. Um, he's got really kind of... He looks like a sad rock star who's trying to pretend that everything's okay, but actually his career ended about 30 years ago. I, I heard a good story recently. He looks like Deirdre Barlow. Yeah, that's I got mixed up. There's Barlow. He's got some Barlow in him. <laughs> he's got a bit of Barlow, Barlow and Richards. I heard a good story recently about when the football player Gary Lineker moved to Japan, um, a English newspaper, to celebrate this fact, uh, did a crude caricature of what Gary Lineker would look like if he was Japanese. And that's kind of this man and Cliff Richards, oh. I think. Uh, he's a, a wonderful throwback to that, one of the many racist highlights in tabloid Exactly. History. And the box has a wonderful kind of holographic kind of vibe. Like yeah, there's a gold kind of, yeah. hollow print. What's that called? Yeah. The thing where it like changes as you look at it. Oh, a lenticular. A lent- it's got a lenticular sort of... Uh, Steve's <laughs> magazine background is coming in very useful here. <laughs> and obviously, all I know about this <clears throat> is that I was in the sex area of uh, Don Quixote, which yeah. is a big um, uh, Japanese... Nice man. Um, <laughs> it's in the sex area of Old Don. <laughs> and I had a look around, and on a shelf it just said, Drink. And there was an array of products, and this was the best and sexiest of them. Now, how do you know that it's a sex drink? Because it's, it's covered in some how do you know sort it's not of lube? Uh, hieroglyphics. Well, let me, <laughs> let I'm me tell you. I'm not drinking lube, all right? I know, I know that it is. Never again. Because what I've done is applied uh, Google Google's sort of word Google lens thing. translate to it. Uh, and oh, I've got yes. a selection of, well, oh, it just wonderful. says tons of shit on it and I'm going to go through it and I'm assuming at the end it will be a drink it says tons of shit on it, <laughs> it says, is it a laxative joke there's, there's some stuff that doesn't sound far from that so as far for as the, I understand for the man or woman in your life why not shit yourself these these hieroglyphics at the top say product name ultra stock solution Kato Hawk so I can only imagine we're going to get like a bird penis what's Kato Hawk mean <laughs> I don't know it sounds good uh, it also so- says name cooling water and then uh it's sort of because of the effect of word lens certain words are much more emphasized than others oh, where yeah. it's tried I to deal with it two massive words grapes and grapes rash and rash there's one that just says the end of wow <laughs> wow yeast is a big one citric acid <laughs> perfume caramel dye these are ingredients right yeah yeah i hope so uh, this one's Rather good. Rather symptoms. Cat- caterpillar summer grass extract. <laughs> reindeer angle extract. Uh, tons cut the end of. Zinc. <laughs> there you go. I know that one. And uh, phosphorus, which I, I thought was bad for eyes. Mm, uh, well, I think um, everything's bad in large amounts. Is that like the main ingredient in napalm? Yeah, and white phosphorus is a ban- banned by the Geneva Convention. Mm. Uh, the band, cellar- they formed a band. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
I always thought the Geneva Convention was a little bit too uh, straight-laced for that sort of thing. But no, they're definitely I always touring. preferred Nuremberg trials. <laughs> this uh, heavy. The cellar is uh, just called Corporation 8, which sounds so scary. Shit. And it says at the bottom, attention, time. Save the children of the hands of, and please, deposit of raw materials from there are caused it is. I I get that. Yeah, same. Um, Keep out of hands of children. The most interesting bit Children me, must not be this aroused. <laughs> Google Translate can't deal with vertical stacks of um, uh, kanji. Mm-hmm. So it, I don't know what any of those say. Can't G, more like. It's quite, quite right, Steve. And these three at the bottom here, it can read. But it it cannot decide what they mean. <laughs> now, once, and I swear this happened for a half a second, I couldn't screenshot it. It thought the first one of those three said poison. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got other things. So the third okay. one could say angle chopsticks, or it could say ten angle EMI measures. So angle really seems to be in there. Mm. One time it just says angle. Uh, the first one apparently could say bong, and the second one just says it. Or, alternatively for the second one, skeleton theory. <laughs> skeleton, skeleton theory. Skeleton theory was one of my favourite albums of uh, the new punk era. The third one might be bracken, or bracken. reindeer angle exhibition shelf life. <laughs> what What's is- a reindeer angle? Reindeer angles are yeah. involved. And the second one could just be bone. <laughs> so, skeletons, So bones. the first one's like bong or poison. So it might poison, be like bong. Uh, what was the second one? Just it. <laughs> and the third one is uh, angle chopsticks is or it, reindeer angle. Is it reindeer, like, antlers? Reindeer and antlers. Is it like skeleton? Is it like um? Is it like an aphrodisiac, it like ground be. up bones and stuff? Skeleton well, Theory is legitimately a no, good album name. Yeah. I mean, hi, yeah, it's a bit Linkin Park, isn't it? It is a bit. Uh, if you're it's got, a vegetarian. If it's, got, yeah, if it's got ground up rhinoceros bones, I no, I don't think I can drink your sex I've, potion, I've, Joe. I've never opened oh, this Oh, typical before. Steve. I can't drink sex potions because I'm <laughs> vegan. Now, I was thinking, basically... Or because I have morals. <laughs> my plan for this, and you guys are free to disagree because I've got no prior consent from either of you, is that we all have a slug of this. Now. And then by the end of the podcast, report back whether we've <laughs> fucked, masturbated, died, <laughs> fallen over. Are you guys in? I let fuck masturbate or died is, yeah. is a new uh, shag, well, marry, kill. Well, because it could kill. be poison. Yeah, I mean... It, okay, well... Yeah. I'm going to have a slug of it. For the purposes of experimentation... For science. For science, I will slug your sex potion. I just hope it doesn't make me any hornier than I already am. Well, that's it. I've, well at right least now. you're at home. I've got to get all the way back to Finsbury Park. Yeah. I could be rocking a premium bone. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the second word was. Yeah. So I'm going to sniff it first. Oh, Check out the poison on that premium a well, bone. Oh, it's quite medicinal. Oh, that's, actually, it's nice. That's how you know it's going to work. I can smell the grapes. And there's a note of rash. <laughs> there's a note of, you could definitely Im- I, imbibe it, right? It's not, um, it's not like poppers. I've got to drink <laughs> all <laughs> nitrates, are you? <laughs> Three found dead tonight Look, in South London. <laughs> give that a sniff. There's no way that's okay. I'm gonna have a God, sniff. I hope not, I don't not die now. Well, fucking die as like e-list of oh, podcasters. Like. Tastes like. That'd be embarrassing. Aromatic. I'm going for a sip. Oh, you're going straight in. First of the gang to die, Stephen Beardy Stephen. This fits really well with your beard image. I think he could be in the Japanese. You're going back in for a second. Oh my god. 
he hasn't had meat for a long time, and those bones Steve, are going straight it doesn't to give his you, head. Doesn't give mm. you an immediate rea- erection. I was going to say a reaction, but same thing. Some for you, Matt. You Thanks. big, you big sexy bastard. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's taking effect. He's all flush. What's this? <laughs> Steve is evolving. <laughs> there you okay. go. I've, I've sl- I slugged twice. I can literally the, the, see the colour draining from your hands all the way up. <laughs> okay, it's going straight. All down. my limbs are withering as my dick becomes increasingly engorged. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Become... I haven't left much for you. Oh, now. that's all right. It's like, actually oh, delicious. It's like sex cowpole. Oh, that's mm. a much heavier bottle than I assume. It's cowpole, isn't it? But cowpole, but for dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Put a teaspoon of this on your dick. Oh, I can see why he's happy. That's nice. I'm thrilled. I thought you were just sick. <laughs> I've got a bit of a cold. Just this will help. All your organs except your dick come out. <laughs> well, I've not felt anything yet, but we'll get back to you at the oh. end of the podcast. So it's T minus... Um, no, hang on. It's T plus... We just took the sex drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Bye! Count, count on from now. <laughs> Set your stopwatches. Oh, God, I just had a thought. What if it's like... It's actually just a kind of Red Bull style thing, and it's like a really strong... What if we're all just bouncing off the walls in about half an hour? Well, then it's going to be a good old podcast. <laughs> Choo-choo! <laughs> regular features, regular features. What is the feature coming next? Let's just see. I feel like, what what were you just giving me? Who knows? Like, I've taken the most potent drug that I've ever been given. I'm just... feeling a bit warm, actually. That kind of, like... Tingly skin. I'm having warmth. a panic attack. <laughs> well, that's not very podcast conducive, is it, Steve? Can you try and have something a little bit funnier? That's just the reindeer angle. <laughs> the reindeer the... angle. I think it might be the skeleton bone or poison. <laughs> You'll get the come down of the keep away from children's hands in a second. <laughs> All I can think about is children's hands, Joe. <laughs> that's not good. This is no. not good. No, Steve. No. And now it's time for Steve's regular feature brought to you by Sex Potions. <laughs> Steve spoke to a man who knows a lot about space. Mm. Uh, I had an interview with a spaceman. This is the second time I've interviewed a spaceman in my time. That makes you a spaceman. It's like six degrees of separation. I'm the Louis Theroux of Spaceman. I love that you told us about this. And Is the anecdote you told us part of this feature? Oh, no, it wasn't. I should definitely mention it, it, though. That's fucking lovely. I I think I was away for this, so I'm excited to hear every bit of it. um, So he interviewed um, the head of space systems at Lockheed Martin, who had... um, He'd worked for NASA for 17 years and is now uh, leading the um, development of the Mars Base Camp, which is a spaceship that they're going to assemble in order in, or, in orbit around the Deep Space Gateway, um, what? Sorry. which is in cislunar orbit around the moon. And then from there, they're going to uh, send astronauts out to orbit over Mars um, it's one of the most ambitious space projects. In, no, it's probably the most ambitious space project in human history. I spoke to him about it and about how it's going to work. And at the very end of the interview, he said, "Oh, I've been, um, I, I've been looking at your Twitter feed." And about half an hour before I interviewed him, I t- tweeted about a joke about a dog being wanked off. <laughs> <laughs> I love. He's like, oh, I, I sometimes it. forget. <laughs> sometimes forget. <laughs> I really thought he was going to go, oh, yeah, let me I tell you it. what would happen if you tried to wank a dog in space. No. Uh, but he was like, oh, no, I see that you're really into gadgets and you do gadget reviews. And it's like, 
Mate, you know what you, you saw. Know what you saw. <laughs> well, don't lie. Like both of us know what's going on here. Man, Joe, what's those, the point? Those sex drugs are really kicking in. Because you're thinking about fucking the spaceman. Because <laughs> you got really sexy during that. <laughs> you know what you. All saw. I can think about is effing dirty little, dirty little sex space thoughts. boy. I do feel a bit weird. You actually? Yeah. I think I've got. I thought I, I was a having a head rush. Yeah. I think it's probably just sugar. But, uh, mm, great. I've also got this massive erection. <laughs> We're like three kids who just drank some, uh, yeah. some tonic that we found in our mum's cupboard. And it's like, are you feeling it? I feel pissed. I feel I'm like, smashed. Uh, Quinning! Stuff is unbelievable. <laughs> um, we've got a couple of quotes from the actual Lockheed Martin Spaceman. Oh, I should change the name. Boeing. <laughs> Boeing Spaceman. Sure, yeah. And so you told me a, a bunch of interesting things about space, anecdotes about space that I'd never come across before. And I'm, I love space. And here is one right now. When the last space shuttle left Earth in July of 2011, it was piloted by none other than former US president and inventor of the space shuttle, Richard Magic Nixon, who told the assembled press pool that he was sorry about Watergate and that he was finally going to put things right. NASA insisted that he bring the space shuttle back to Earth in one piece because it was so expensive and they wanted to turn it into a fun cafe for visitors and said that Nixon's comments about how the shuttle would be his blazing coffin were causing them some concern. Nixon promised that he'd bring the shuttle back to Earth, saying, Oh, I'll bring it back to Earth, all right. Just you wait and see. Just you wait and see. Satisfied that Nixon would treat the space shuttle carefully, they threw him the keys. And the rest is history. Brackets. Nixon did 9-11 in a stolen space shuttle. <laughs> did oh, he say man. brackets? Yeah. He said the word no, brackets. These Americans who said parentheses. Parentheses. <laughs> I think this he... might be and the they... most profound effect of the Mandela effect I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. If you look closely at the frames, you can see it's clearly... Space jet fuel does melt steel beams. Exactly. That's true, though. Um, Shit, I've opened Joe's mind. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, look at this picture of a triangle I drew. Fuck, I'm hard. <laughs> Guys, I'm out of it on on sex juice. I, am I even making sentences anymore? I can see I your can't. balls coming out of your, your shoes. Well, yeah, my my dick is soft. My balls are getting longer and longer, Joe. I know. I can see them. They're just they're, they're crawling along the floor. So they're twisting into the shape of DNA. I think they're I think they're mapping me out. My genome. It's forming into the shape of Japanese dear Jabalo. <laughs> this is better than anything Ridley Scott's done for twenty years. This is the worst idea you've ever had, Joe. <laughs> Steve's dead, but this is amazing. Oh, hang on. Someone, someone at the door. I Sorry, I is. just ordered some strippers. <laughs> Here's another story that, that the man from Boeing. Boeing, like that's my dick. <laughs> Jumping up and vibrating around like a like a rubber penis, like a, like a springing erect cock. Yep, I'm just thinking about it. There's a certain, <laughs> just a certain tensile beauty to, a, to a pulled down. Hard dick. <laughs> <laughs> just when you go, and it just it doesn't return to where it has a little it slap on, on the exactly. on the belly. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it just like slaps about, slaps about. Yeah, oh, guys, look, we got cocks on the brain. I know, right? 
Why have you guys got fannies on the brain? Mm, cocks are easier to imagine. Is it a gay sex drink? I don't know. It had a man on the bottle. There you go. There are men in gay sex. That's true. Let's put one and two together and make the number that, that one and two makes. 69. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Very good. Nice. Here is the second thing I learned when I spoke to the man from Boeing. Uh, he said, The Voyager probe is a really long metal pole that we dangle out into space like a giant fishing rod. Taking care not to poke the moon, we swirl it around in space for a while to collect samples of cosmic dust. Then we slowly bring the tip of the probe back down to Earth and carefully place it inside the president's mouth. (laughs) If space tastes good, the president gives us a thumbs up and rubs his belly. If space tastes spicy, the president's eyes pop out of his head and a fire alarm goes off as he runs around the Oval Office in search of a bucket of water to dunk his face in. So far... Good and spicy are the only two flavours of space that we've discovered, though our astronomers have recently located an arse-shaped nebula in the Andromeda galaxy that we're currently probing for potentially incredible new flavours. Was that... How was that? (laughs) Truly believable. Yeah? I liked it. It's just two things that I wrote. Because that's all the anecdotes he told you. Yeah. Well... You've told us two true ones. Make when, one up and we'll when, turn it into a game where we have to guess which one's false. Okay. Um, right. He also told me. So which one is the real one? Right. <laughs> Bearing in mind, I'm making one up for you I now. I think this one's the real deal. The runway mm-hmm. that the space shuttle lands on mm-hmm. is exactly the right size. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that one definitely is real. <laughs> Seems yeah. It's fucked that, us. That sounds legit. That's true. <laughs> they got it right first time. It's not I mean, if they can't get that right, they shouldn't be in space. That's That's very I like the idea with something like that. They'd have just trial and error. <laughs> nah, let's just do it a bit longer. Right, nah, dig it up a bit. <laughs> nah, go back to how we were before. Make yeah, it longer yeah, again. Yeah, nah. Yeah. How many more of these shuttles have we got? Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come it's on, boys, we've got to get right this time. Horrible elephant's graveyard of shells. <laughs> oh, well, that was space. That's it from me. Thank you very much for listening to my feature. I feel crazy, man. <laughs> I do actually feel a bit weird. I don't, I've got to say, I feel like, I feel like a bit, yeah. I feel I like kind of feel it might like be placebo. I might call the police <laughs> I feel like I might need to call the police on Joe on myself I didn't check the customs declaration forms for I just feel my, like tiny my, little my potent bottles. chest feels a little tight and I feel a little bit wired um I feel like I I'm, don't feel sexually aroused in any way I feel like there's a dancing behind my eyes <laughs> I, like I don't a, know who or what is done. I feel like I might die. I feel like I, I, I'm, I'm more likely to die than have sex. Regular features. Regular features. Regular features. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here. I'm not queer, but I am very aroused via the medium of love potion. Um, I'm feeling really skeleton theory right now. I don't know about you boys. If you want to theorise on this bone. Um, I'm struggling to breathe. Yeah. All well, the liquid from my lungs has been um, 
uh, I think, sequestered by my dick. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think we've squeezed most of the liquid out of your lungs now anyway, Steve. So we just chill out until we finish the podcast and then then you can have the ambulance. The only way I can podcast now is doing handstands. And that's why I'm glad that the versatility of the pod beast allows mm. me to do so. Mm. It actually, you actually would. And if, you know, I, bet, I would. I bet the McElroy's haven't got a setup that allows them to podcast while doing handstands. Stop saying would. It's really making me even more erect. I can see your trousers are really at breaking point right now. Um, so this is. Um, <laughs> oh. There they go. I no. was, I was running a- around um, recently. Um, and I thought to myself, imagine if, imagine if, uh, if, if there was a, a, a new Gremlins film, and that is this feature, a gritty all-female reboot. No, oh. that that would be great though. But maybe that could have been one of them because this is Gremlins Six, Gizmo, or than a feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll be I'll be the judge. One of you can be the prosecution. I'll be one the judge. No, no, I'll, oh, be, no, I'll, I'll <laughs> I be the judge. One of you can be the defence, and one of you can be the pro, uh, prosecution. I'll I be the defence. Imagine it being locked. I'll I, be the I, prosecution. I scanned through, and there's a less for me to read. And I'm <laughs> kind of bored. Kind of bored and horny. <laughs> sure. Steve just wants to get home. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I get that. I get that a lot. Order in court. Order. Ladies and gentle people of the jury, I must ask that you do stop being such an awful pile of shits. Prosecution, please continue. That concludes the plot synopsis of Gremlins. Gremlins 2, the new batch. Gremlins 3, even more Gremlins. Gremlins 4, we found... <laughs> Gremlins 4, we found some more. Uh, Gremlins 5, we found forgot about these Gremlins to have these Gremlins. These documentary films each clearly show the frequent, blatant inaction of the defendant, Mr. Charles E. Gizmo. Your Honour, I'm not happy about what's just been said, so I'm standing up and shouting. Denied. Prosecution, please continue to say whatever you like for five seconds. He's right, little tossbag who sat around doing nothing whilst his brothers and sisters destroyed huge amounts of property and arguably gremlins are just terrorists. Stop. Think about it. Stop. That's, that's enough. End of round one. Now round two begins with advantage to the defence. Begin. Our client remained an innocent bystander who arguably helped to foil the chaos of the gremlins by shaking his head and making worried noises. He's clearly cheering the other gremlins on. It sounds like he's worried, but he's speaking in gremlin leaking national secrets to his people. An unreasonable interruption, prosecution. Go and stand in the corner of the room for 20 seconds. Ladies and people of the jury, look to exhibit A. This clear CCTV footage from the, from the original Gremlins documentary shows my client transforming a paperclip into a bow and arrow and using it to immolate a gremlin. Would a sympathizer burn their own brothers alive? A prosecution, you may return. And what have you learned? That I mustn't interrupt other people, Your Honor. Very good. And what do you say? Sorry, Your Honor. Not to me. Ladies and lady people of the jury, I am sorry. Very good. You may now cross-examine the provided evidence of Gizmo being a right good lad. Exhibit A, recorded on the 15th of July, 1983, correct? If we look through the tapes prior to this recording, we clearly see Gizmo being directly indoctrinated by terrorist training videotapes. I put it to you, ladies and ladies and ladies of the jury, is it not possible that this heroic shot was pure misfire? This training film he learned from, Rambo, the story of an anti-American hell-bent on disrupting the peace with violence for no reason. Does this sound like the videotape you would find in the premises of a hero? Objection, Your Honor, I have not seen the film Rambo. Objection overruled. I hereby grant the prosecution 15 seconds of wild conjecture. 
I don't know what conjecture means in this context, and as such, I'm going to keep bloody shouting at you. You're blood... Look at your clothes, you fucking jury. Why do you dress up for something? You're behind a big wooden desk that's longer than a normal desk. Prosecution, thank you. That was beautiful. Before we move on to polling the jury to determine how many times the defendant should be sentenced, perhaps we might give Gizmo a chance to reflect on the crimes of which he is accused... Well, honestly, Your Honor, Your Honor, well, honestly, Your Honor, I think it's shameful that flagrant institutional racism is so rife that I'm being held to account for the behavior of people I don't know or associate with. I think clearly, as already mentioned, I burned one of these people alive, which was obviously a complex and difficult moment for me. But then in Gremlin 3, I pushed a gremlin into a blender when they were making a smoothie and put a human child at risk. And again, in Gremlins 5, I saved a whole school of children when I trapped an entire clan of gremlins in a thick puddle of toffee sauce and then crushed them to death with a steamroller. I still hear the pop of their tiny green skulls. I didn't know them, but as with all creatures, I considered them and I considered them my kin. Thank you, Gizmo. And the results are in. Gizmo, I hereby sentence you to... Oh, you're guilty. I didn't make that clear. You're guilty. I hereby sentence you to ice cream. But, Your Honor, this is the night court. It's way past midnight. You can't give him ice cream. Overruled, the court of law is made of laws. Don't tell me who or what or can I can't or will cover in ice cream. Your Honor, he's turning into a monster. What's happening? Oh, no. Quickly, shoot him. Oh, no. Gosh, that was close. What an unavoidable disaster. I'll be back in 90 seconds. By the time I'm back, I demand more crimes. Bye! Wow. It's Gremlin 6. Uh, apologies for those of you watching, listening at home, readers. Um, you wouldn't be able to see the video. But it's great. I really would recommend renting it on AmazonFilm.com. It's fucking nonsense, isn't it? <laughs> I think I just had the idea of like of basically Gizmo being tried at the Hague for the behaviour of the Gremlins because he's just because he he is he's one a of them. Bit like one. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like when they nab one of those Argentinian Nazis and it's like, come on, you, you're going to account for Get the crimes up. of all Nazis. It's like, no, come on. <laughs> he did a bit of it. He did a bit of it. Exactly. Pinch of Nazism. <laughs> and besides, come your on, honor. Man. Come on now, I only aligned myself with the people who've done horrific things yeah. out of choice. Yeah, no, it's not fair. It's not fair. It's, 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 <laughs> I, I think they should let the Nazis <laughs> off. It's the beard. It's Jesus, Steve. I can't help it. Just get rid of it. I mean, how low can you go, Steve? Guzzling sex drink, growing beards? Well, when next? you going to be a YouTuber? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> That's some high-class satire, Matt. I know, right? What you got next? Uh, I got nothing. Breakfast means breakfast. That's I like it. One. I yeah. like it. I heard someone else say that. That's not what I'm on. Won't somebody tell me where my feature's gone? My regular feature. Thank you for listening to the Regular Features podcast, the podcast that's exactly the same every single week. Um, I've been Matt Lees, and I've, I've, I've been having an erection for what feels like hours. Well, uh, 20 minutes later, I think, without looking, 
that my dick has reacted like a hot dog put on the barbecue mm-hmm. split into four distinct and curled sections that uh, resemble... God, you must so have a lot of hot dogs at your barbecue. Beautiful lotus. Well, that's... My dad called them spider dogs. He would split them in four at the end, and they would curl up. And like that's the, my dick now. Like the, uh, the dog dog's face from The Thing. Yes, very would, much would, like uh, the dog from The Thing. Peel open, and little tentacles would come out the front. I don't want to imagine a dick doing that. Too late, you already are. Yeah, I think I am. And now these people are as well. I mm. think there's too much imagination that goes in this drink. It makes you think more. <laughs> it opens been, been, up all of the doors in your mind and the wind just howls through. <laughs> and it's happen- cold. What's happened to your dick, Steve? Yeah, just in the interests of editorial transparency, nothing at <laughs> yeah, all. No, literally nothing. nothing. Literally yeah. nothing. I feel a bit strange, but it could have just been this one beer I've drunk. Yeah, I think there is, there is some psychosomacy involved, mm-hmm. psychosomaticism. Um, Psychosomatic I, I addicts, insane. We've all we've all taken a bit of a sex potion, and we kind of want to feel sexy and strange. Mm. But what if we'd all had one? A whole bottle. A whole one. A whole bottle. We'd be rutting on the floor. Oh shit, guys! This is like the Triforce. We've each got a, like a, a third of the the potential sectionists within us, which which is frankly inert and doesn't do much. But when you get all three, your dick charges up, so it fires beams. We've all got to reach over and French. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you should probably wrap this up then, because it's not compatible with the podcasting equipment. It's French in time. If you'd like to supply us with more sex potions to keep us going, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and chuck us a dime or two per episode. I can't assure readers that we will spend all of the money we receive on sex potions. I'm going to spend all of my money on sex potions. But I'll be spending all of my money on sex potions. I'm sure as shit spending all my money on sex potions. There we go. Majority sex potions. Brilliant. Motion passed. (laughs) (laughs) Motion sensed. Uh, this has been Regular Features. You can uh, subscribe to us on iTunes if you haven't done it already, or you can give us a review if you are a new listener or an old one who's never done it. We know who you are. We know. We see you. And there's a live show coming up. Mm. November number two. No, not November two. It's Six. November 6th, <laughs> right? November two. November harder. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be at that one. I keep I keep telling, I keep warning everyone. Yeah, I kept doing that as well. I kept being like, I'm not going to so be, be there. I'm not going to be there. So I'm saying that, like, yeah, you should come, but like, don't be disappointed. And the one I didn't go to was a sellout, so... Yeah. Maybe I should just stop coming. <laughs> know, right? I'm going to be keeping a very close eye on ticket sales for oh, this one, shit. man. Oh, shit. Please Coralotary. come. I don't want to be fired. <laughs> That's at the Canal Cafe Theatre at 7.30 on November 6th. You can buy tickets at canalcafetheatre.com or you can go to a Regular Features website, which is Regular Features with the dot before the ES. <laughs> because we thought it was a good idea. It's also a good idea. It's very difficult to say out loud. It's regular also- Features... Difficult in a time of Spanish unrest. Oh yeah, we're Shit. take we're very much taking a side by having that. Oh my go god, go Madrid! Let's also get regular feature ca- <laughs> for Catalan. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise, like, yeah, I don't know who I stand with in that. I don't know enough about it. It seems really complicated. I don't understand what who they are? I think we we have to. We cannot equivocate on this. We cannot sit on the fence. <laughs> We've got to take sides. I'm Basque. What are you saying? I'm that- pro Basque. 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 They've got more X's in their names. Is it Matt, are you Basque? I don't know. I thought you were 
putting the stop button on the keyboard because you're really into this. No, I'm confused. I'm just... I mean, I remember when we were in Barcelona last though, they were talking about Catalonia and they, the guy who served us beers... Do like, you support Basque separatists? Yes. Good. So we're agreed. Yes. Hamas forever. <laughs> what, have I, yeah, what? Like, what have I just signed? It's part and parcel. Who was that courier? Where are they going? Take this big, long, grenade-shaped package. Oh, Get no. out. I don't want to do this again. Come back next week. For terrorism. <laughs> or more terrorist jokes. We haven't been arrested. Goodbye. I did a feature and I liked it. I hope my boyfriend don't mind it. <laughs> Someone edit out the terrorist jokes. <laughs>